you're here to talk to us about Christmas stressors, which clearly we're having some already. <laughs> I mean, Christmas is like normally stressful. And then mm -hmm. this year, like, it's like a whole nother level. My husband and I were talking about it. It's like, everybody's dealing with more stress just in everyday life than what we may even think. And so to just kind of like take the proverbial bull by the horns, especially in the Christmas season, I think is really, really important, you know, and, and use whatever we can, you know, what's in our arsenal to just stay calm and, mm -hmm. you know, enjoy a holiday season. You know, we yeah. really need to enjoy it. We really need to celebrate it to, like you said, be intentional about it because we've had so much disappointment this year. You know, and it's like, let's not add insult to injury and like have build a holiday or set an expectation for a holiday that is impossible right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, I don't even know what's possible right now. I mean, I was just sitting up in my office and I just got an email from our library that said, oh, we're shutting down again. Like we're just, just for grab and go. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, wow. Yeah. You're like, forget it. I'm ordering Chinese takeout and I'm sitting at home in my pull the duvet over my I know, shoulders I know. and that's that. Yeah. So we've been really oh. brainstorming of how to come up with some creative things just here in our home to really do yeah. fun, fun, you know, because yeah. uh, we can't, we can't really count on everything else to help us have the holiday yeah. season we want. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hi. Lights. Okay. I'm going to walk around <laughs> so my lights turn back on. There we go. Okay. There you go. So here are a couple of things. So I, I specifically called out, let's see, how many do I have? I think I have three, three major Christmas stressors. And I think they still apply, you know, yeah. maybe the first one to a lesser degree this year, but actually we have found that our holiday season is, is just as packed. It just looks very different. Mm -hmm. And so the number one stressor that I want to talk about is chaotic calendars you know, that your calendar just gets loaded with different things. Now, it may be Zoom calls. It may be, you know, virtual whatever, but yeah. we're still trying to celebrate the holiday. And I, I, it's one of those things, God doesn't want us rushing from event to event, mm -hmm. like tired and weary and worn down. Yeah. And so this is what I said. Jesus's advice for this particular stressor is just say no. Yeah. <laughs> well, and everyone said like, no. Oh, that's so yeah. That's so cliche. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, in Matthew five thirty seven, it says, "All you need to say simply is yes or no. Anything beyond that is from the evil one." Yeah. And that's like super convicting because it's like, wow, if I'm going to commit to something, then just commit. Mm -hmm. But if I if I can't, then just say no. And you actually need to be free to say no to a few things. Right. Yeah. And here's, here's how I practically work that out in my head is practically, I look at what are all the events? What are all the invitations that I've been sent mm -hmm. and prioritize according to who I want to either spend that time with, right? Yeah. Maybe I want to mentor someone. I want to pour into someone's life. I want to show support to them or vice versa, that I get filled through that relationship and through that yeah. event. Yeah. And so those are the ways that you prioritize what should you say yes to. 
if this is just a work thing or this is just one more tick the box, I showed my face, la-ti-da, say no to that. It's okay. This is a year where you actually get way more permission to say no to stuff. Nobody's so, going like, to ask you why. Nobody's going to give you a hard time. No. Gonna, like try to shame you. Yes, yeah. I know. So I'm like, yeah, do that. Say no. Um, I love that. So that's, that's, am I, am I pouring into mentoring someone else or is this filling me up? Those are the yeah. two sort of buckets. We How can you're going to prioritize. In. Yeah. And if it's yeah. not in that bucket, it's okay to say no. Yeah. And I, I literally would, I would intentionally say no to those at first because again, your, your calendar is going to fill. It's going to fill. It always does. And so if you're, you're specific about saying, is this, is this filling someone? Am I able to pour into someone or are they pouring into me? And if the answer is like, I don't know, then that's a no. And you just move on. Yeah. So that's the, the first stressor. The second one is overspending. Everybody mm -hmm. knows this one. Mm -hmm. It's the season of giving and hosting. So, you know, yeah. it's like we're buying more food than we can eat in our families. We're giving, you know, gifts to tons of people and that kind of thing. Yeah. So we naturally spend more in the month of December. Interesting stat. I love statistics. That one in every four Americans is still paying off their Christmas credit card debt from last year. No. Yeah. One in four. That's crazy, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know what we did this year? So like we do the cash envelope system. And I put, I did an envelope for December this year. And I literally took that envelope and I stashed it in my desk drawer so that my husband wouldn't even know that it was an envelope. Because I, wow. because I mean, and, and he, he gives me the liberty to like, you know, handle the finances. I wasn't hiding money from him, but yeah. I, and then, and then when he found out and he looked at it, he was like, what is this? I'm like, this is for December. You're like, put that away. Yeah. But he knows, he knows we get yeah. to December and we go, oh, well, we don't, you know, let's just, we'll just get that anyway. Yeah. Or yeah. it's Black Friday sale or, yeah. and now like, I'm super excited that we can go and, and, and it wasn't crazy. It was just money that was set apart for December and we can go yeah. into that envelope and we can go, all right, we can, we can do this. We can spend yeah. this money because this is what it's for. It's for, you know, the last minute phone call from a friend that wants to, to go to dinner or it's for yeah. the gifts that we know that we're going to buy or it's for you know to rent that holiday movie like i'm a stickler yeah. we can't get it at the library we're not paying for it <laughs> but like what if we had the money to spend the 499 on the christmas movie that's not yeah. out in the library yet you know what i mean like that's what it's for and yeah. so that's good. yeah we don't we don't have to I, yeah let's not overspend Amen. <laughs> spend money that we're still going to be paying off next year oh my god yes yeah and it's like you know with that it's like you you've set aside money to, you know, go above and beyond your budget. And yeah. so that was the other thing. It's like, my practical tip is create a budget right now, like before Black Friday, like do yeah. not get your credit card out and go blow your entire Christmas budget on Black Friday on things that you don't even know if you can give as a gift or that would be helpful or useful to your own family, right? Like just don't oh, do yeah. that. So, you know, if you, and this is the other thing, if you think that your budget is too pitiful, to have like a joy filled Christmas. I know that I've had Christmases where it's like, I have no money. I cannot buy anyone anything. You know, like you're just, you're just like, I'm the least generous soul in the world. <laughs> but it's really like, no, I'm just broke. I have no money. You know, yeah. that's that. 
but I think it's like challenge ourselves that that how much we spend doesn't determine how blessed our Christmas will feel. Right. Right. So how much we spend on a friend's gift or whatever doesn't translate to whether or not that's going to be a blessing to them. Right. And so it's like, we had a, we had a zero budget Christmas one year, zero budget. There's nothing. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that caused me to be a lot more creative and innovative and how I was going to, you know, spend time with people, share time with them, whatever. But it was one of the most uh, memorable Christmases, you know, because we didn't, we weren't able to do sort of typically what we wanted to do or what we were used to, but we blessed friends. We sang carols. Like we sent, you know, notes of encouragement. Like I didn't even do Christmas cards that year. It was that, you know, we were that swift on our budget, but I would, I did everything that I could to let the people in my life know that you are a magnificent part of our family. But yeah, so I just think to myself, well, this is the scripture, Psalm 37 and verse 21. The wicked borrow and never repay, but the godly are generous givers. Give out of what you have, what's in your hand. Don't think that, oh, well, I could put it on the credit card. Don't put it on the credit card. God doesn't want you to do that. Pray and say, God, I would love to bless so-and-so with such-and-such. I know that I can't do it, but I can pray for that to happen and I can do my part and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all God asks you to do. And then see what miracles he's going to roll out. Yeah. So that's what yeah. I say. <laughs> I mean, I think that, I think that some of the <clears throat> most incredible experiences I've had is when I've had to use creativity to figure out a solution. You know, when I had right. no money, one Christmas when my, when right out of college, me and my roommates, like we had a tree trimming party. You just, awesome. It was like everyone bringing an ornament. That was it. And I still have ornaments from that Christmas because when we, we, we stopped living together, we all got the ornaments of the people yeah. that we knew and what we thought was special. And That's so good. Yeah. I love that. Right? And so I just feel like even when we did our kitchen renovation, I had the most creative meals ever because I had three appliances to work with. I had a crock pot, I had a skillet, and I had a George Foreman grill, right? So <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> so I do feel we forget how creative we can be. Yeah. And I think that I love what you said about allowing people to know how magnificent they are. I do think yeah. that it's really easy, especially this season, to focus on what we don't have. And if we just yes. shift our eyes to other people and how we can make other people feel um, yeah. special and a part of the season, I think that that'll be, that'll be a game changer. Sure. Agreed. hundred percent. So that is a great segue when you're talking about like a tree trimming party. I love that idea. I think we should do that as girlfriends. It's awesome. So the last stressor is of course, gift giving, right? Mm -hmm. It's like the top stressor. I think for most people, it's like what to give, how much should I spend? What if someone gets me a gift and then I don't have one to give them, you know? And, and I feel my anxiety like start to do this because I am not a gift giver. I'm like a quality time girl. So, you know, <laughs> like Christmas makes me panic like every year. Oh my and God. so, you know, it's like one of those things we are encouraged as Christians to be generous. Like second Corinthians nine, six and eight, whoever sows sparingly reaps sparingly, whoever sows generously reaps generously. Here's the part I love. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, 
not reluctantly or under compulsion for God loves a cheerful giver. giver. <laughs> yeah. And then here's the last part of that scripture. And this is the best. Like if you're like me and you're, oh, I'm starting to panic. It says this, God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. Oh, come on. That is good. That is yeah. like for the soul. Yeah. So it's like plan to give what you have, stay within your budget, whatever that is, and be, and be cheerful about it. Be happy about what you can give, right? And that God is able to bless you abundantly, no matter what is in your hand. Mm -hmm. And so I just love that. I think that's like, you know, just keep speaking that over yourself if you stress about gift giving. And then here's my practical things like, okay, gift giving, how do we reduce our stress? The first one is we give three gifts to our kids. Jesus got three. Why shouldn't we? Right. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And basically we give our kids a gold is like the big gift, you know, their big yeah. expensive gift. The frankincense is one that was actually Jesus's divinity. So mm -hmm. we give either a spiritual gift, like a Devo or something like that, or a, an educational gift, something that hones or sharpens their um, innate skills and talents. And then the myrrh gift is, you know, that was an embalming, you know, fragrance mm -hmm. or anointing oil was what mm -hmm. myrrh was used for a lot. And so that's our practical gift. That's like the, what do you need? You know, mm -hmm. what, what is mm -hmm. this, a practical gift we can give? So that's the first one. The second one is pick up a few extra of your favorite things. Like you go to Target and you love this body wash, hand soap, you know, hand lotion, mm -hmm. whatever. Like little small things. What's your favorite nail polish color in the, to in the world? Pick up one extra yeah. and then have those in a gift closet in your house so that when your girlfriend stops by and she's like, oh my gosh, I got you this antique like China cup from England and I love you. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> and you start having that like, oh, I'm melting down. I have no idea. You'd be like, oh my gosh, well, I got you something too. And you go up and you get one of your favorite things and you just share that. This is one of my favorite things. And I thought you would like it too. Boom. Yeah. And you've got a gift and you feel like you have done something, you know, it's personal, it's unique to you. Mm -hmm. And you didn't, you didn't have to panic in that moment. You had something. So yeah. that's the second thing. And then zero budget. Again, if you have zero budget, you're like, I got nothing to give this Christmas. You have the gift of prayer. You can literally call your friends up and say, you know, be honest with them. Hey, you know, Christmas this year is a bit slim, you know, whatever is going on in your life. But I really want to intentionally pray for you through the Christmas season and into the new year. What is something specifically I can pray for you? And then here's the bonus. Follow up with them like in the new year and say, hey, I've been praying for you. How is that going? Yeah. Honestly, people that have committed to pray for me in different seasons of life and have followed up have ended up being literally the voice of God in my life so valuable, like yeah. so touching. And so if you can't give anything mm -hmm. else, give the gift of prayer to somebody. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's my Christmas stressors and some practical tips. <laughs> I love those. I love those. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I have a gift closet. Although it awesome. needs to be a little refreshing. I'm coming to your house. Yeah. Yeah. I do. We have this, like, this little teeny tiny closet. I'm like, this is perfect. And we used to go to, anytime there's a sale, a crazy sale on something. And yeah. we, this is back in the day. Remember when there were CDs? 
and they were oh, yeah. $5 CDs at the family Christian store. I mean, we'd stack yeah. up on those and then we'd give them out, you know, connect group and we'd be yeah. like, it's a prize and here's this and here's that. <laughs> and, and it's just, there's something about an unexpected gift. It doesn't matter yes. how much it costs. It's really like, oh, wow. Yes. So I love that idea. And then even with your kids, you talked about the gifts. I mean, for, and what's interesting. So we, over the last couple of years, I should say, no, more than a couple, I mean, at least eight years have been doing experiences with our kids. So yeah. it was the Rockettes and it was a play in the city. And, and so now we don't really have that this year. <laughs> so so like experiences out. Instead. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think that if you start these things with your kids when they're young, right? Again, yeah. going back to like creativity, if you give yourself some parameters with which to work, you can yeah. really get creative. And I think it's really, really meaningful. So yes. I'm sure your kids have gotten to the point where they know exactly what Christmas is about, what the gifts mm -hmm. are gonna be about, and they're meaningful. They know that you put time and effort into it. And to be honest, I feel like it isn't, it's just recently that my kids are like, hey, like we don't get the presents like everybody else does. And I'm yeah. like, ah, yeah. don't, worry, don't worry about that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're like, excuse me this is not about that like yeah I mean I always I always remind my kids you know we we you say it's better to give to them than to receive right mm -hmm. and so one of the other things that I'm just thinking about this is like talking about family culture and like mm -hmm. developing new traditions yeah I'm like okay well it's Jesus's birthday right what gifts can you give to Jesus over this season, right? Like because of God's grace, Ooh, like that good. we get gifts on Jesus's birthday because he's an extravagant God, right? And he yeah. doles out this, this cultural tradition that we get gifts on his birthday. But I'm yeah. like, what can you give him? So I'm actually working on a blog post. I'm hoping it'll come soon. <laughs> oh, I like that. But yeah, like ideas of what kind of gifts can you give Jesus? in the Christmas season. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know that my kids, they, they thrive and they flourish like when they know that they're doing good, right? Yeah. When they get that feedback that I blessed someone today, I made a difference. I'm, you know, when my daughter's reached out to kids in her classroom that are a little bit quiet, right? Like introverted and maybe not the popular kids, that kind of thing. And she's like, yeah, I, I brought her in and she had lunch with us and you could tell it just made her day. Like, I know that that is filling her spirit in a way that when you are self-absorbed, you just can't, right? Wow. So it's like helping to cultivate that idea. It's hard. We're surrounded by, you know, a lot of selfishness to be fair, but yeah. But I think it's like, that is the game changer. Those are the game changing moments in a kid's life and in the communities that they find themselves in, in schools, all that stuff. I want my kids to be those kids. So yeah, yeah. keep that. encouraging, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And that, and I think the kids eventually get it. It'll eventually click with them. I know that mm -hmm. some things we do as parents are just to sort of keep the peace. But if we right. can remember what the long game is and remember what the values we're trying to instill are, yeah. we will see them get it for right. sure. Right. And I know that, you know, I think my kids are really excited about some of the ideas we have to do for other people this year. Yeah. Um, I just have to follow through and then keep the conversation going. Remind right. them we're doing this, remind them right. in, um, what we're thankful for, what we're grateful for. And, yeah. um, 
So your girls are older. Like what kind of things I, I'm just going to brainstorm with you here. Cause why not? We got a few minutes. Yeah. What are you doing with your, with your girls, like older girls and, and, and son as well. Mm -hmm. What are kind of those service projects, those things that you're trying to do? Yeah. So we're going to do, well, there's a couple opportunities with our church that we're excited about. And that just has to do with volunteering for distribution of food and packaging and stuff like that. So we're going to get involved with that over the next month. Um, yeah. That's something that they can do. Cause I know that there's a lot of volunteer opportunities that there's age limits and that they can 100% do. One of the things that I wanted to do, we started doing this like after the shutdown back in March is that we were dropping gifts off at people's houses just to kind of say, Hey, we love that. You. And one yeah. of the things that I think we're going to do, well, the, the top two things that we're considering is either hot chocolate mini bags. So packets of hot chocolate, marshmallows, peppermint sticks. Yeah. Um, but then we also want to do a wrap and that's, that's relatively inexpensive to do. Yeah. And just dropping them off and saying, Hey, we're thinking of you, the drink, have a drink on us or whatever. And then they we're thinking about doing um, handmade soaps and sanitizers with oils in them. Right. Come like, on. Who doesn't want that now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is know great. That, you can send some the, my way, Kim. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so they got excited about that idea. And my oh. son years ago did a, did an entrepreneurship project where he made his own soaps. So it's just this, we've been there, done that. We can make soaps with soap molds. And I'm thinking of like some pumps and some sprays you can get real easily on Amazon and then put like the, oh. the immunity building essential oils in it. Yeah. So it's yeah. Kind of appropriate. Ooh. And you know, See, so that's a, that's a big blessing in this season. Those are big blessings. Hi, yeah. Freddie and hi, Esther. Two of my friends joined in. Yeah. I love you guys. So I, we'll put I, a movie on. We'll put a Netflix movie on while we're yes. making it all. Like Packaging you, you everything. Make it a, you make it a fun experience for them. You make it a day. Yeah. You, you know. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it's harder during this season to get that feedback when you actually like are able to bless someone, right? Like you may not be able to see that person face to face or whatever. One of the things our family is trying to do is, is adopting grandparents, but obviously like you're not allowed in a care home at all yeah. these days. Like you're, yeah. you're not allowed within a 50 foot, you know, <laughs> radius of them. Yeah. Um, but I called the activities director of one that's close to us. And I said, Hey, how can we bless your residents in this mm -hmm. next season? Like, how can we help? And they, they said, you know, bringing like craft projects, like any kind of crafting things, mm -hmm adult coloring books and things yeah. like that puzzles they love puzzles and and then they said you know if you could just write a few notes like even if they're not personalized you know it could just be dear and leave a, a blank leave a space and then how you're praying for them how you're hoping that their you know christmas holiday will, will be yeah. you know so i think that those are also ways it's like even though you may not know that person individually mm -hmm you know, these, these, these poor elderly people that have literally been locked down solid mm -hmm. since March yeah. need to know that there are people in the outside world and make, you know, send a photo. I don't know. Like, I don't know what they'll do with it, but what's the worst thing that can happen if they just set it aside? You know, that's the, what I think to myself. So that's one of the things that we'll be doing as a family is kind of doing some crafting and stuff like that. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. 
One last thing that I, I suggested to my kids, we have a family that we're close with in town, actually a couple of families, and we, I was thinking about putting together a little scavenger hunt. Ooh, yeah. Something like, like with two or three clues, like around yeah. their immediate neighborhood and just oh, having wow. a little something for them. That's brilliant. Yeah. So this way we can get outdoors. We can, yeah. I mean, even though it's chilly, but you know, like yeah. stash little clues in places that they'll find it and then, you know, have a little something for them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that idea. Yeah. That is, I mean, in Arizona, I can do that all day long because it's beautiful weather here. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Like you can get all bundled up in your parkas and go out and like sludge through the snow, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm, kind of, I'm going to have to keep a, you know what I have to do is keep an eye on the calendar when there's mild days, be ready to do spontaneous outdoor get togethers. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. And that's a great way to build community with your neighbors too, right? Mm -hmm. Like just say, hey, I don't know if you use the next door app. Um, I don't. My husband does. Yeah. Yeah. One of the moms in our neighborhood, it was like near St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. And so had a brilliant idea and she did a shamrock hunt in the neighborhood and anybody that put a shamrock up in a window of their house said, I have one, I have one, I have one. And so she said, there are, you know, 56 shamrocks in our subdivision. And so then moms, as they're going out with their kiddos oh and they're gosh, like trying I to do walks, that. right? They're, they're looking, oh, there's one, oh, there's one, you know, and doing this little shamrock hunt. So that's another idea, you know, you could look for Christmas trees or Christmas stars or whatever. But I just think those kinds of things help us build community. So mm -hmm. I love it. Right. Such good ideas. All right. Well, I appreciate all of your de-stressor tips. <laughs> I love them. I'm They're sorry that I probably caused you a lot of stress this morning. I did no <laughs> show for our conversation. Awful. <laughs> like the That's worst right. I got to practice my, like, you know, ad-lib <laughs> skills. Oh, You're probably like, well, I don't know if she's going to show up. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize for that. And to all friends no. that like jumped on at the time, we're really excited for it. Hopefully they'll watch the, the, the rerun. Yeah, the replay. Well, listen, Kim, thank you for having me yeah, on. It was so you. fun. And we'll, of course, be in touch. Yes. And I'll tell you what, what things we did, what other things we came up with. So. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>